When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the Zen Sports Studios. I'm your host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by TrueMav Fitness in the Gulch. Tuesdays and Thursdays are my days at TrueMav. I love TrueMav Fitness, and I know you will as well. I love the results that I've gotten from TrueMav Fitness. It's about loving the process and the process to getting you to a better version of yourself. A new way to work out is available to you at TrueMavFitness.com. Uh, the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry, wherever justice demands Amanda J. and her team, they have you covered when it comes to protecting your constitutional rights. Don't have any opportunity for somebody to take advantage of you. Go to AmandaJGentry.com for more information today. And of course, Zen Sports, where your $1,000 no danger first wager is the best reason for you to get in on all the action. And additionally, Zen Sports is rolling out its brand new VIP rewards program that I'll tell you more about later on in the show. We love to see it. All right. So, Will Levis through five starts. Uh, there's been some, there's been more good for sure than bad. There's been some missed opportunities, but he's a rookie and working his way through it. And I think the thing to remember more than anything else about Levis right now, and really about the Titans at, at their current state right now is it's just about incremental improvement. If you listen to the podcast with Greg Cosell already, before we jumped on here to do primetime tonight, you heard Greg talk about baby steps. The Titans are in a very formative phase right now where they've, you know, they've basically bottomed out from a talent standpoint over the course of the last, we'll call it a calendar year. And now it's about trying to get this thing back up to speed over the course of of this season and into the next season so they can come about this as a more competitive version of themselves on the other side. Baby steps is what we're looking for. And I know a lot of you guys are impatient when it comes to baby steps. I know you don't want to hear that, but that's fine. Uh, there's not going to be any microwave results in the NFL. And, you know, you just have to accept the reality of the situation. Now, the reality of Levis's situation is that he's managed it quite well, right? Given all the different things that we've talked about, all the deficiencies on the roster and things of that nature. The young quarterback has held his own to his credit. Uh, he's two and three as a starter. His numbers coming out of the Carolina game, 18 of 28, 185, took only one sack. And uh, I, let's let's call it uh, only allowing one sack by the Titans offensive line in that moment. That, excuse me. There were some pressures uh, in this game. But on the whole, Levis managed well. And the biggest, like the thing that, I know uh, you're going to look at it and say, well, he's only thrown touchdowns in two of the five games that he started. And two of those six touchdowns that he's thrown for came in garbage time when the game was well out of hand in Jacksonville. And I would say that that is a fair point by you. But the thing about Levis for me is that he didn't turn the ball over in this game and he wasn't the reason why they lost. It's about as much not being the reason why the Titans are losing games right now for Will Levis and incrementally getting to the point where he's the reason that they're winning games, right? He's not there yet, but we are seeing the bones of that start to come to fruition. 
So I'm going to start with the good uh, here in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and on Twitch. In the comment section, if you would like to be so kind as to participate. Your Two Rivers Ford take. What is the be- What do you like about Will Levis most through the first five starts of his NFL career? You can let me know in the comment section. We'll talk about it together. It's your Two Rivers Ford take. As always, it's made possible by the wonderful people at Two Rivers Ford. Powered by Ford, driven by people. Quality American-made Ford vehicles and award-winning customer service. Nobody goes above and beyond for you the way that Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet does or online at tworiversford.com. So, what have you liked most about Will Levis through his first five starts? Uh, Worth noting that his numbers, again, two and three as a starter, he's completing just under 60% of his passes, not bad, 59.9. He has thrown for over 1,000 yards in these five starts, so just about 200 yards per game, 1,042, uh, 6.9 yards per attempt, six touchdowns, two interceptions, uh, and has managed the situation quite well. Uh, he has had uh, a court, the hot, the best quarterback rating that he has had um, thus far to date has actually been, uh, ironically, the best quarterback rating that he had, according to uh, pro football reference, is not Atlanta. It was actually Jacksonville, ironically enough, which always reminds you to make sure that you're double-checking what's going on with the quarterback rating stuff. His best quarterback rating, according to Pro Football Reference, was 143.7 in Jacksonville, where he had the two touchdowns. He had no interceptions. Um, He was 13 of 17, so the completion percentage was through the roof. But obviously, they were ineffectual as an offense, um, and he was not able to accomplish much. He did lose a fumble. He was credited with losing a fumble, even though that fumble should belong to Aaron Brewer. Levis did lose the fumble, technically. But on the whole, uh, the obviously the best performance that he's had that we know is Atlanta. He's not done anything that looks like Atlanta since then. But what he has done is make these inter- incremental improvements and has sandwiched three losses with two wins, one in his first start and one in his most recent start against the lowly Carolina Panthers. Now, it doesn't matter who you beat as long as you're winning the game. And I think that that is the thing to keep in mind with Will Levis Uh, moving forward. But what have you liked most about what you've seen from the young rookie quarterback at this point? It's your Two Rivers Ford take. Um, I will tell you what I liked most about what I have seen from Will Levis here in just a second. I will remind you that the primetime show is made possible by TrueMath Fitness in the Gulch. No workout ever recycled or repeated. TrueMathFitness.com is where you go for the best workout in Middle Tennessee. They will go above and beyond to get you in the best shape of your life. A new way to work out with no workouts that are recycled or repeated, as I said, whether that's their boot camp style group workouts, whether you opt for personal training the way that I very much enjoy. However you like to work out, TrueMath Fitness will find the best position for you. You're not going to overexert yourself. The coaching staff is awesome. And they're going to put you in that position to succeed. TrueMathFitness.com for more information. So what I like about Will Levis is how, I don't want to say harsh a critic he is of himself, but how self-aware he is in real time. Now you're going to hear a couple of clips here. One from Will Levis, uh, one from Will Levis in the post-game press conference, one from Greg Cosell evaluating him. And I think that Levis pointed out uh, a couple of of good things that he was working through at the time, but also how much command he has over his situation. 
So let's start with Levis after the game on Sunday when he's asked about getting guys' confidence back up where doubt had started to creep in, understandably so, when you're having as little success as the Tennessee Titans had had prior to winning a game on Sunday. This was Will Levis at the podium with us after beating the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, I just uh, I talked to the guys today about, you know, we just we got to get our juice back. We got to just get our mojo back. And it's, it's tough. Walk. It's tough, tough these past few weeks looking around after games and just seeing the looks in dudes' eyes of dudes that we all know are dogs and just got guys go out there and have done this year in and year out. Um, and to just let's regain that confidence today, which I think getting the win uh, alone uh, was enough to do that. And hopefully we can keep that rolling and get these guys' confidence up. So he's he's talking about getting veteran NFL players, grown-ass men, right? He's 24. He's he's an older rookie for sure. So he's definitely, you know, he definitely carries himself like a more mature player than somebody who's, I mean, Richardson was 20 coming into the league, right? And wasn't old, not old enough to buy beer. Um, some of these guys are, and while four years doesn't seem like a huge difference, I think most of us would acknowledge that we are infinitely different people at 20 than we are at 24, at 24 than we are at 30, for example, in, in my case, uh, and hell at 30, I, even though I can't, you know, I woke up this morning, unable to turn my head to the right. It's been a really, really uh, jarring situation. I don't know what the hell happened to me while I was asleep last night, but I woke up with a, just a shooting pain down the right side of my neck and back. I've been, uh, working myself over with my, uh, where's my Theragun and I can't, I'm trying, trying to bend over to get it here in the office. Been working myself over, no free ads, but I've been working myself over with my Theragun all morning long, trying to get whatever's going on in my shoulder and my back to chill out. So maybe I'm not still a kid, even though I feel like, you know, I, maybe it's just a lack of responsibility generally in my life. I'll have to bring it up with my therapist and not here on primetime. Either way, we're all different people at, at various stages of our life as I throw my Theragun across the desk. And I think that, uh, I, I think that Levis being able to handle the situation that he's in on top of being able to handle dudes that, you know, in some cases are 10 years older than him. DeAndre Hopkins is uh, just recently 31. Um, he's a little older than me. So guys from the, you know, Hopkins to Autry, who's 33, Jeff, who I believe is like 28, right? Guys on all varying spectrums who are professional athletes. This is not a, a locker room full of kids that the senior quarterback is there to guide them through the through the struggles because he's seen it all and done it all. This is very much not a seen it all and done it all type of situation. This is, hey, we're we're learning in real time and and you're the guy who's tasked now with guiding us. And I think the fascinating part about Levis is that uh, none of it has looked too big for him. The moment certainly has not looked too big for him and that should be very, very reassuring. It is reassuring to the coaching staff, but it also should be reassuring to you. Um, a to Z Sports Prime Time is presented by the great people at the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. Speaking of not being too big for the moment, Amanda J. Gentry and her team are there to make sure that you do not feel like the moment is too big for you. If you feel like your constitutional rights are being infringed upon, if you're not even certain about all the things that exactly entail your constitutional rights, we're not all constitutional experts. That's okay. Amanda J. and her team are there to make sure that you are protected. If you are in need of defense, if you are in need of uh, information. If you are in need of just a guiding and reassuring hand to help uh, work through whatever issues that you are working through that fit the purview of their work, amandajgentry.com. For more information, nobody will fight harder for you than the law offices of Amanda J. Gentry. So on the one side of things, there's Levis, the, the leader, right? 
On the other side of things, there's Levis, the actual football player. And Greg and I spent a good deal of today's podcast, Greg Cosell of NFL Films, podcast called The Install. Uh, subscribe, rate, review, leave us five stars if you're so inclined uh, on the uh, podcast. Haven't checked uh, the Apple podcast reviews in quite some time. Probably worth diving into. Haven't asked you guys to leave a review in, in quite some time. So uh, if you feel so inclined, uh, perhaps for a Christmas present for, for Greg and I, that would be very, very nice to see some new uh, iTunes or Apple podcast reviews. Either way, Greg and I spent a lot of time on Levis as we continue to do. Where there's not a lot with the Titans' offense to break down right now because of their limitations, so it's basically become a week by week evaluation of Will Levis. And Greg and I have really enjoyed seeing the progress that he's made, and it's always good to have Greg as the analyst there to kind of articulate where some of those growth areas are occurring. Offensive line here in a little bit, um, but he himself brought up some location and accuracy issues that he was having in the game afterwards that he felt like was the first time it really manifested itself in a game that he was able to kind of work through and they were able to kind of work through as a team. So what did you see from Will Levis watching him against? That's really interesting because, you know, I didn't, I didn't think he had that watching the tape. Okay. Um, I mean, you, you know how players are. And from what I gather, I've never met Will Levis and you have obviously, and probably talked to him. And I know that he's an intense young man and he probably, remembers every single throw that he met that in his mind he missed as opposed to the ones that he made I mean I guess maybe he's talking about more down the left sideline which is certainly not a routine throw um he's probably talking about the crosser to Hopkins which kind of hit Hopkins inside hand it's not it was not a precise throw but one could argue it was catchable mm -hmm. um you know the one he threw to Phillips I don't believe that that was a bad throw. I think when he turned it loose, the defender, and I forget who the defender was, was right in his line of Phillips. So I, I don't know what throws he's talking about because I think he was actually pretty good in this game and actually made some outstanding throws. Beginning with the first play of the game, I thought was a big-time throw. He showed great patience in the pocket. He hit Hopkins on kind of the tempoed inbreaker from the boundary slot. Great velocity, precise ball location. I mean, I thought I thought he threw the ball well. I mean, I think he's just one of those kids, and may, like I said, I don't know him, that probably the one he missed that he thought he should have hit, in his mind, means he had a bad game. And, and, you know, there's athletes like that. Yeah. So that is Greg Cosell uh, kind of saying, hey, you know, Levis was more critical of himself than I think was necessary. Uh, and that was interesting to hear Greg point out because, you know, when – when Levis talked to us post game, uh, when Levis talked to us post game, I was, I, you know, having at that point Sunday, not having watched the game back because you know game ends. We walk down to the press conference. We we talk to Mike at the podium. Levis comes out. Then we go into the locker room. So you know, it's a it's a couple hours of of post game press conference before I finally get back to the house, put the put the game on the on the television copy on, and then. Uh, so before we do primetime so that I can, you know, refresh myself on everything that I've just spent the better part of a day going through. And, you know, in real time, I when I heard Levis say, I was like, yeah, he wasn't terribly accurate today. And Greg pointing out, uh, and I saw those missed opportunities that he was talking to and, and that Hopkins was speaking to. We'll play that, that Hopkins clip for you here in just a little bit. Uh, but I, I saw the stuff that I thought he was talking about and so when Greg came back in today and said, yeah, you know, really not that deep. Like it's there, there was, there was some stuff you can't expect him to be perfect. And 
you know, is certainly not in, in the current offense or <clears throat> it's currently not with the, the offensive group of players that he is playing with, right? It's, it's just not realistic. But that he is uh, that he is being too harsh about it. You know, you don't want him to beat himself up. But I think it is important to kind of have that balance. Be like, hey, and you know, I'm sure his coaching staff pointed this out to him as well. Hey, man, it's it's not all on you in these moments. That's okay. We appreciate your accountability. That's his job as leader of the football team to be ultimate accountability figure. But for uh, for Will Levis at this point, I think that that self criticism might have been slightly over the top. Uh, now, you know, to talk about the bad, what's the worst part of Will Levis's of uh, 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 Will Levis's game through the first five starts is the question that we'll ask you uh, here as we transition to our second topic. There's good stuff about the football player. There's good stuff about the leader. But what is the stuff that's kind of underwhelmed you at this point? Maybe it's not outright bad. Maybe you just like to see him do some stuff better. Maybe you'd like to see a little more of something. Be curious to hear your responses in the comment section on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Uh, you'll hear from DeAndre Hopkins on some stuff that he he wants to improve on together will with Will Levis here in just a second, right after I remind you that the primetime show is presented by the great people at Zen Sports. So I mentioned their new VIP uh, situation that they have going on at Zen Sports. They're rolling out their brand new VIP rewards program. It will allow top tier customers to earn more bonuses, more comps, more perks. It's invite only, which is interesting enough. So if you feel that your Zen Sports play qualifies for VIP consideration, you can check out the program details and apply at zensports.com slash VIP. No other sports book will offer you a premier sports betting experience with 24-7 top-tier customer support and faster withdrawals like Zen Sports will. So quit waiting around. Go download the app today, zensports.com. It just got better. Betting just got better. Gambling problem? Call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-9789. Terms and conditions to apply must be 21 or up in the state of Tennessee to bet. So what can he stand to improve upon uh, based on what you've seen? Well, you know, it's it's hard for me to be too critical of Will Levis at this point, right? Because we understand that he is in a bad situation and that he's managing it, it as best that he can. But I guess if there was one area where I might I might pinpoint it's to say that there are some of the interceptable passes. He's 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 got no lack of confidence. He's got no lack of aggressiveness to his game. That hasn't resulted in turnovers other than at the end of, of games like Tampa and Pittsburgh, where he's got to throw, where he's got to make, he's got to find ways to fit balls in there that he would not typically try, right? If they were playing under normal circumstances, if they were playing with the lead, if they were playing a little more control of the game if they weren't just chasing the way that they were in those two games, trying desperately to come back. And then, you know, all of a sudden a defensive back or a linebacker makes a play on the ball and it's an interception. And it's, you know, it's, you understand why those picks were thrown by the quarterback. There is a degree of him though, like for example, and Greg brought this up on the podcast, the throw to Tajay Spears, um, Greg called it, that that got him like, you know, could have gotten him concussed, could have gotten him hurt. A hospital ball, we call it, in a lot of situations. There are some throws where Levis puts a little too much air under it, and that can cause injury, whether it's throws over the middle of the field, whether it's throws like the one to Spears. Um, he doesn't have to gun it, but he does have to be a little more precise with it 
so as to not get his teammates hurt. And, you know, obviously not trying to injure anybody out there, not trying to put them in bad positions, but it was a throw that indicated to me that he didn't realize the safety on Spears was going to get there as quickly as he did, right? NFL guys, even if they're the Panthers, right, they cover ground a hell of a lot more faster, uh, a hell of a more faster. They cover ground a lot faster, not more faster, but faster than do, you know, your average college football player, even the even in the SEC. So that is something that I would like to see him improve upon. And I thought DeAndre Hopkins was great as a uh, as a kind of guide for Will Levis, articulating some of this stuff when we talk to him in the locker room. Uh, and you'll hear that as a part of the end of this exchange where I ask him about the, the areas where he's seeing Levis improve. It's, you know, it's huge, man. You know, this is the NFL. Every win counts. Can't, uh, you know, discredit a win. Carolina's a good team, even though their record, you know, shows what it shows. Those guys still fight hard, and uh, you've seen that today. So, and it's, uh, yep. and it, go ahead. Any sense of relief, you know, after being able to break that three-game streak, and now you look around the locker room, the vibe is different, you know, after a win, obviously. Absolutely, I think playing at home helps that as well. Just the momentum and the energy that we get from the fans here. So uh, hopefully, we can continue that next week. Is, is that the biggest difference, the, the energy that you're getting from the crowd between the disparity home and road? I wouldn't say that's the big di- a big difference, but I would definitely say that has something to you know factor into uh, you know guys going out there and. You know, just knowing that you got the crowd behind you a little bit, uh, it always helps, and this crowd does a good job. But, you know, I just think, you know, just the pride that we play with here. Uh, and hopefully, you know, we can continue that pride, you know, when we're not here and, uh, you know, get a roll, roll win as well. How important was that first touchdown drive? Because it seemed like that kind of set the tone for the whole first half mm-hmm. because, you know, you're backed up, and then all of a sudden you, you, know, you hit a couple of pass plays and you're moving down the field and cash in for – you know, quick lead. How, how much did that kind of build some confidence in, in each other and get the crowd in it and all? Uh, you know, we couldn't have scripted it any better. Obviously, there, you know, there are some plays, you know, and uh, within that where, you know, we wish we could have, you know, did better. But, you know, like you said, you know, the momentum is uh, the name of the game. And we went down and did what we had to do. Everybody was, uh, you know, focused. Uh, you know, we didn't hurt ahead. and I think that was the biggest thing. It's never going to do It's never going to be perfect, but mm-hmm. operationally, where are you seeing improvements maybe from Levis of kind of being in command of everything? Uh, just being more relaxed back there in the pocket. Obviously, there are some throws. You know, I'm going to hold him to a high, you know, a high standard and tell him, you know, like I, you know, would tell any quarterback, you know, some throws out there that I wish he could have made, but he definitely made some some great throws as well. Uh, and I think, you know, Will can be a great quarterback. So, you know, I always try to hold him to a high regard. But uh, I think, you know, the difference is just, you know, him him being back there in the pocket and just being relaxed and, uh, you know, getting to feel this offense a little bit better. Haven't been. So that is DeAndre Hopkins in the locker room with us after the Titans beat the Panthers on Sunday. High praise from a Hall of Fame caliber wide receiver uh, who, like we talked about on Sunday, I think, is as good a guiding presence as could be had for the rookie quarterback right now uh we will wrap up with rising and falling whose stock rose whose stock fell uh this week in sports we will do it together you can nominate your submissions in the comment section and while you do so i will remind you that the primetime show is made possible by the great folks at the ashton real estate group of remax advantage GaryAshton.com, your dream address without the stress the intel edge you need to succeed can be had at GaryAshton.com. So whose stock rose, whose stock fell this week in sports? 
We've already played this video once on the primetime show. I, honest to God, can't get enough of it. The Denver Broncos halftime show over the weekend is one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen in my life. I would like to see it at Nissan Stadium. I don't know if we have any sheep herders around here. Herd or H-E-R-D-E-R-S, not herders. Herders. Uh, sheep, sheep herdsmen? I don't know what the proper terminology is for one who herds sheep. Shepherd, that's what I'm looking for. Either way, I don't know if we got any shepherds around here with flocks of sheep that we can strap some children to and orchestrate some sheep races the way that the Broncos halftime show did. But I am I am all in on that. I, I am willing to foot the bill for that just to have that provided to me as halftime entertainment of a Titans game at Nissan Stadium in the near future because it's some of the funniest shit that I've ever seen in my life. So that is sheep herding at sheep herd races or shepherd races with small children strapped to the back of sheep uh, racing at the Broncos, uh, the Broncos halftime, uh, halftime performance on Sunday. Stock up for that. That, you know, I, I love Red Panda. She's been I don't they, I know they don't do that for NFL games and stuff like that. But uh, those there is always like mainstays of entertainment like TSU TSU doing a, an annual performance the TSU band doing an annual performance at a Titans halftime show always absolutely electric that is a, a staple of halftime entertainment in the end I mean TSU but uh, the TSU band world renowned at this point not just of, of halftime entertainment for the Titans but they have far more accolades of their own to stand on I am pro sheep races at an NFL halftime performance near me in the in the hopefully uh near future i'm going i don't know who i need to lobby for for the titans in-game experience people to uh grant me my wish here but i'll i'll, I'll see if i can't find the necessary resources and channels anyway that's going to do it for us tonight on the primetime show thanks for hanging out with us we always enjoy the time together radio show tomorrow gonna be a lot of fun uh tennessee obviously a big game tonight against north carolina ron slay is going to break that down with us television's own Ron Slay uh, do a little hoops for the first time on the radio show and AFC player of the week, AFC special teams player of the week, Ryan Stonehouse will make uh, his uh, actually has Stonehouse been on the radio show last year. I think we had Stonehouse on the radio show at some point last year. Either way, we're going to have Stonehouse on the radio show uh, tomorrow. And I know you guys will enjoy that. He's a, he's a fun guy. I know that there's a special place in your hearts and and mine, obviously, for the MVP, the MV punter, Brett Kern, but it seems you have another one and he might be just as damn good, if not more physically talented than was Brett. And so, uh, you know, where, where there's precious little about the football team that is elite, we might as well take some time to appreciate the elite that is existing on the roster. So Stonehouse will join us at, I believe, 1215 tomorrow on 104.5 The Zone. Have a great rest of your evening. 
Talk to you tomorrow on the radio show. We'll get started at 10 a.m.